Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Snow in Middle Tennessee produced mixed results as the snow fell over the weekend. After the first round of playoffs on Sunday, the Tennessee Titans now know their opponent for round two. Plus, Nashville continues to grow in the luxury market. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. Today is Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King Jr. came to Nashville a few times uh, in his life, and he had four speeches here throughout Nashville. I believe two of them were at Vanderbilt. One was at Fisk, and I believe another one was downtown. But one of the things that Dr. Martin Luther King said, he said, I came to Nashville not to bring inspiration, but to gain inspiration from the great movement that has taken place in this community. And he's talking about the lunch sit-ins that happened in the uh, late 1950s, early 1960s here in Nashville. All right, Stuart. Uh, surprise, more history. Oh, let's go. I like this new oh, one. So there's an entire uh, there's an entire history section in this book, uh, Tennessee Trivia, uh, and and you can play along at, at home as well. Uh, so we'll go but you have Google. So <laughs> I don't know. We're going lightning round. Lightning round. We'll go five uh, questions, or like four five questions? seconds each. Okay. We'll we'll do like a page at a time. Okay. There's a lot of pages in here, so we're going to get through this. Let's do it. All right. So which town in Roan County was the state capital for one day oh my on gosh, September 21st, 1807? Oh my gosh. I know this. Uh, uh, Johnson City? Kingston. Kingston. Shoot. Andrew Jackson became a national hero when he led his United States forces against the British in what battle? The Battle of New Orleans. Bing. Bong. Bong. <laughs> <laughs> Who led the first European expedition into the Tennessee region? Uh, technically, James Robertson. No, this is before. This is way before James oh, Robertson. Uh, one of like the, condi- uh, the first European expedition European. into Tennessee region. It is... Hernando de Soto in that 1540, oh, 1540, yeah. that guy. which notorious outlaws teamed up to form a wild west show that toured Tennessee in 1903. I have no idea. This is Thomas Coleman, younger and Frank James. Okay. I've heard that of Frank would be James interesting. Before. Yeah. Uh, who commented that the coffee at the old Maxwell house hotel in Nashville was good to the last drop. Theodore Roosevelt. There we go. He came to the Hermitage Hotel and he sipped some of that coffee and he said it's good to the last drop. There you go. Just like Bus Day Coffee. And then, yeah. There you go. We'll talk about our sponsor, them tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but they're going to do their coffee over the weekend came in clutch as as usual. I just have to mention that like with the snow yesterday, even though it didn't start snowing until like 11 a.m., their coffee came in clutch. Yeah, this, the snow is great. If you were downtown, this is probably behind us, the site that you would have seen, uh, something similar to that. This was taken actually during the last snow, but downtown was very foggy like it was uh, last weekend whenever it snowed. So uh, you probably saw a site like that. It, the snow was very weird that it started so late in the after, like at, at 11, 30, 11, 45. Well, the initial, very odd. the initial predictions were we were going to get hit like hammered overnight. Yeah. And yeah. We, there was potential that Nashville is going to have five to six inches. And I, I had a text message earlier in the week and, and somebody's like, is Nashville going to get snow? And I'm like, I don't think we are. And we, we didn't get much. 
No. I think my yard had maybe an inch and a half. Definitely. It wasn't enough for the, uh, it wasn't enough for the Nashville roads to get hammered. Uh, some other roads did get, get hammered. Oh, uh, they did some of the totals, uh, that we saw, uh, by around four 30 yesterday, the national weather, national weather service, uh, reports for up to nine inches in, uh, Hohenwald in Lewis County, five inches uh, nearby at Summertown in Lawrence County, and five inches in Nolansville in Williamson County. Yeah, south of Nashville got nailed, and they, they were expecting the northern part of Nashville to get more yeah. snow than it, it was really fascinating because the temperatures were changing so dramatically, too. And, but Nashville stayed in clutch, it stayed at like 37 all throughout the night. <laughs> so we weren't able to get all of this snow. Uh, we just got a bunch of rain. Uh, there's a lot of videos uh, that came from Williamson County. There was a few major accidents on 840. Parts of 40 were basically shut down because of traffic. Uh, one of the other things that happened up towards Clarksville is there was a bridge that iced and a car ended up sliding into the river. I don't know if they've rescued that car yet from the Red River in Clarksville, uh, but there's a bunch of reports like that happening throughout Middle Tennessee or that happened throughout Middle Tennessee. Uh, over 900 people uh experienced powder outages across middle Tennessee. Looks like the most of it was in Hendersonville and about 150 people um, in Franklin in Williamson County were affected by power outages from, you know, a lot of heavy ice uh, bending of the poles and uh, those sorts of things really brought the power outages uh, to a, a, a big group of homes. What? Uh what are your thoughts on this, Aaron? We're still about a month, month and a half away before March, before snow stops ending here in middle Tennessee. What's your predictions? Do you think we're going to get one or two more big <laughs> storms? Uh, do you think we're just going to get rain all of the month of February? What are your predictions? Oh gosh. We it's, are not meteorologists. Yeah, so. <laughs> this is, this is so hard to gauge for one reason only in Tennessee has not had a consistent temperature pattern. That's true. Uh, so far. So it's not like we've had any weeks of consistency. We have not in the temperature. That's the only thing that is, is really holding me up from saying, Oh, I think, I think we'll have something. Um, I, I, it's all dependent on the temperatures. So I, I think I, there's, there's no doubt we'll have the moisture and yeah. the rain and the precipitation. It's whether or not we have the consistent low temperatures. I think we're going to get one more snow but it's probably only going to be like two more inches. But other than that, it's going to be pure rain. Yeah, I hope not. I hope we get at least one more snow like we did uh, last weekend. Okay. Uh, well, I, I hope that even the, if the snow comes, it doesn't delay this. And that is the playoffs for the Tennessee Titans uh, with the playoffs. Uh, the first round of playoffs happening uh, yesterday. The Tennessee Titans now know who are the, they are going to play in their first game of the uh, playoffs and uh, the, the chiefs beat the Steelers yesterday, although they're not playing the chiefs. Uh, if the chiefs win this next week, they'll play the chiefs in the uh, kind of the AFC finals, but it looks like the Titans will host the fourth seeded Bengals in this divisional round at Nissan stadium. Cincinnati is the lowest remaining seed left in the AFC after super wild card weekend. Titans Bengals will be playing Saturday not Sunday, Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Uh, Central Time, and you can find that game on CBS. It is good to know, Nashvillians, the time of these games because that will highly affect uh, your plans if you are coming into downtown 
to kind of know what you're getting into, know where to avoid uh, if you're driving into downtown or driving the streets of downtown Nashville at almost any time after noon on Saturday. Oh, it's going to be awful. The, the, the traffic's going to be terrible. I believe Visit Music City, I think they're planning viewing parties for this weekend. Uh, typically, they do it at Walk of Fame Park, and they may be doing another one near Broadway. But I do know there are viewing parties planned with Visit Music City, and there's probably viewing parties through ever, throughout every single bar in Nashville uh, this weekend as well. Um. The last time Titans played the Bengals in 2020, we lost 31 to 20. Um, however, it looks like according to the betting apps that we are favored to win. So that is good at least. Um, so get out those betting apps. And now that you can uh, bet here in Tennessee online with sports, uh, I think it has not even been a year yet. And it's been a huge industry for Tennessee. It's a money-making thing. Uh, one bar I know will have a viewing party is Party Fowl. This is where I've eaten locally over the weekend. Ooh. I had their, oh, that sounds so good. I had their four tenders hot chicken mild with their skinny fries and blue cheese. It's just, it's a great hot chicken experience. It was really interesting. I saw this um, TikTok or this Instagram reel over the weekend. Uh, it was some type of magazine ra- ranking all of the hot chicken restaurants throughout the country, and Party Fowl was like dead last. Uh, but I, oh, no. I, I have to disagree with them because Party Fowl is actually a really good experience oh, every yeah. time I've gone. Uh, so I've had their tenders, and they were just they were delicious and juicy. There you and, go, and a little bit spicy because I had a them little mild. <laughs> all right. Well, if you are looking to, if the if the weather's still kind of yucky for you, and you're looking to stay in. Today, we have a great tip of the day coming for you with Explorers Nashville Tip of the Day. With it being Martin Luther King Day, we thought for the tip of the day, uh, there's a few events happening throughout Vanderbilt, Belmont, and other parts of the city. So if you want to see some of those events happening for Martin Luther King Day, we have those in our show notes. But we also have a link in our show notes where you can learn more about the speeches that he did here in Nashville. So if you want to learn more about the history of how Martin Luther King impacted this city, we have that in our show notes. Yeah, so visit that NashvilleDailyPodcast.com for those resources. You'll be able to see uh, those, those, uh, links visit music city has a great, uh, um, a great link for resources on what's happening today. Then we also have, uh, that speech on our website as well. Nashville daily You can find the link for that there as well. That is explores Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is brought to you by Screen Threads. If you're looking for Nashville-themed merchandise, look no further. Our listeners can use the code Nashville Daily get 10% off their next online order and person visit. You can find them inside of Marathon Village or head to ScreenThreads.com. They are also hiring right now, so if you're looking for a great job, ScreenThreads.com. You can also email Scott at ScreenThreads.com. Okay, so uh, Nashville is stepping up in the luxury world. A few things uh, that have made their announcements over the past week or so um, are going to be interesting to look at because there is um, – th- we didn't see this, I don't think, Stuart, in the beginning of 2020 um, – uh, sorry, beginning of 2021, 
because it's the beginning of 2022. I've already made that mistake yeah, I think a, it's a couple times. I, I think last year is 2020. Yeah. In the beginning of 2021, I don't think we saw uh, this much aggression into the Nashville development market. Um, and maybe even in the beginning of 2020, as far as the beginning of the year. Um, and, and we see this here with just announcement after announcement, after announcement, after announcements. Uh, but today we're focusing on one side of the market uh, that has also gone strong. And that's the luxury market here in Nashville. Yeah, it's really fascinating. I think usually this time of the year is just a slow news time for Nashville. It's like, hey, you don't have school because of the potential ice storm. And sometimes we never get ice storms. <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's like more of the news this time of the and, year. And New Year's went kind of hard. So we're going to wait until February for a yeah. lot of stuff to happen. And, and the city truly doesn't start to reset until early to mid-March. And that's where we really have the influx of tourism. I think this year we're going to have a, a few more conferences than we did in 2021. I know a lot of conferences have been canceled over the, the next two months because of the new uh, variants spreading throughout the United States. Uh, but what's really fascinating is the amount of announcements coming this early in the year. And I think one, one thing that has to do with this specifically is the announcement of Oracle last year. Oracle, that announcement of Oracle moving their second headquarters here probably... Uh, open the eyes to a lot of investors and yep. developers, and they're just like, "Oh, this city is this city is the next Chicago. We're, we're not messing around. Down, this is the next <laughs> Chicago." And so these luxury developers, they're just like, "Yep, it, it, it's time to open up the the floodgates and bring the luxury market here." Yeah. So uh, one project that uh, you guys may remember us talking about is the Ritz Carlton Hotel project that is located on one of the. Uh, uh, edges, round edges of the Korean vets Boulevard. Let me, let me pull this up on that Google maps. Yeah. So that's, that's the Korean vets roundabout that connects to eighth Avenue South. Um, and the Tim Moore is the developer behind the incoming Ritz Carlton hotel project, uh, and a group of local investors are planning to, to, new Nashville tower. So Stuart, we're going to look at where the Ritz Carlton is first, correct? Yes, we are. All right. So it's not there yet. Fair warning before I bring this up. So here's where it's going to be. All right. So this beautiful art piece is called sticks and you're, <laughs> you may be wondering why this is called sticks. Uh, so this represents the different tribes that lived throughout middle Tennessee uh, and their tents. Uh, it was a really fascinating art piece. It costs about $750,000. Uh, but the Ricks Carlton is going to be uh, on this side of the sticks. Let me go to the other side of the sticks. All right. So we're getting there. Uh, so right down the road, you have the Metro, uh, Metro Nashville police department, but the Ritz Carlton is going to be on this corner lot right here. Yep. So that's where the Ritz Carlton is going to be. Uh, so the investors of, of the, the development firm behind the Ritz Carlton and some more investors are planning to new Nashville tower. So we're, we're pretty much expected that this is going to be in the luxury space. Uh, so Morris, along with the investors paid, $15.9 million for just over an acre uh, anchored to 500 Lafayette street in Sobro, which is less than one half mile from the Ritz Carlton hotel development site. So they can just walk from one development of theirs to the other. I wonder so if are, they're you, going are you going to walking back and forth? <laughs> I want to walk the, us through. Yeah. I want to show the, where the Ritz Carlton is going to go first. Okay. Uh, so you see this huge corner lot right here. So this is the, the roundabout. 
uh, right here, this corner lot, that's where the Ritz Carlton is going to be going. Uh, that's a so there, there are property. two towers connected in this in this uh, Ritz Carlton development. Yes, there is. One's going to be, I believe, residential, and the other one's going to be the Ritz Carlton. The, the Ritz Carlton. Uh, here you have Sixth and Peabody, you have fantastic restaurants. But now we're going to walk down Lafayette. Uh, this is the rescue mission right there. You can see that little Google thing. All right, so we are getting there. This lot's going to be. Yep, it is taking a second to render. There we are. There we are. It's this lot, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, it's across from that church. Uh, so this Google Maps needs to update because this is a huge building right now. <laughs> uh, so this yeah, lot really right is. here on the corner is going to be this new lot that they're they're building. So I wonder if they're going to use their construction crews and just have them walk site to site. Probably. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why not? Uh, so here's a little, here's a, I believe another image uh, that kind of shows the comparison between the two sites. Uh, so there's the, on the left is where Ritz Carlton and the other tower is going next to the Ritz Carlton. And then uh, the other site, 1.17 acres on the right there. Uh, is that area that we were just showing you a second ago. Uh, so again, they paid $15.9 million for just over an acre, which is a huge amount of Monet. Um, Especially for that area. Like, yeah. That area, I don't know if has seen... Some some of the areas in Sobro have seen that big of an investment, but it's it's getting pricey over there. The the this future building would span three hundred and fifty residential units, either apartments or condos, with retail, um, and so in addition to the Sobro Tower, this same investor group spent at almost five million dollars in October on four parcels at the intersection of Seventeenth and Patterson in Midtown. That site has one hundred thirty five units. Uh, it's going to be a mid rise. And, uh, so this is, this is pretty crazy what it's going to be. Here's a, a few kind of renderings of what this, this site could look like the one in downtown, uh, Nashville. This is according to their website. Uh, this is the building that they, uh, I believe they are, uh, going to place on that corner right there. So we've got uh, a few images there with that rendering. Um, and then here are some of the kind of amenities of this area. So uh, I, again, I love that everybody is embracing like, Hey, we need to build for the long term. We're going to put, uh, things that the public can walk into yeah. and access on the bottom floor. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be really interesting because it's going to have above uh, above ground parking garage uh, and then 15 floors of residential, which could either be apartments or condos. But the, the retail is the most important thing because right across the street from this development, uh, there's a oh, distillery. Oh, it says, it says uh, retail office amenity above ground, parking below. Oh, but parking below. Okay, I was reading the opposite things on the, the, the photo. Uh, but right across the street from this development, there's Bob Dylan's distillery going in there. Uh, there's just so many opportunities for retail in that area because you have the Hyatt house, uh, you have that other hotel, that other Marriott property, uh, but all of those spaces for retail are available right now. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how it all pans out in the next few years because there's going to be so much retail in this part of Nashville that's n historically had a little bit of retail, but never like this mixed-use development retail. Yeah, exactly. And uh, speaking of luxury, so we're staying in the luxury space today. Um, I did not see this coming. And, and this is really, you know, some of these things are just major signs that uh, Nashville's 
making its way into an era that a lot of people probably didn't even see possible a few years ago. Uh, this is coming from the Nashville Business Journal. A New York company is going to build luxury private jet hangers at BNA. Um, and this is a great time to do it at BNA because there's so much construction happening at the airport. So yeah, it's a they, great time to really get in on more construction there. Maybe they could just use the crews that are already there. <laughs> I'm seeing a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's double. Well, uh, so this is really interesting. So speaking of crews, uh, Tennessee has a labor shortage of construction workers of 200,000 people. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's how much construction's wow. happening in our state. Uh, and that's according to an article I think I read on the Tennessean. Uh, but they they will have to probably use some of these other crews because they're already there because of the labor shortage. It would make sense. It would make sense. Um, uh, so Sky Harbor Group, they're based in New York City, plans to build nine rentable private jet hangars with interior suites and other features at nice. BNA. The company told National Business Journal. Um, th- so they are expected to open this. August. Let me throw up a photo of this here. So this is a, uh, I, b- I believe that doesn't look like a rendering to me. It looks like what uh, they are maybe at previous airports because they have, uh, they have these hangers at other airports as well. Um, but let's just kind of talk about the amenities for a place like this. In addition to uh, the, the obvious, this is where you store your private jet amenity. Uh, it looks like the site is going to span around 13,400 square feet. They'll come equipped with office, an office, a lounge, and a storage space. As well as a kitchen. A kitchen, bathroom, laundry facility, private parking is available in each unit, and each hangar has humidity and temperature control for the jets. Um, also, uh, Sky Harbor says its private jet hangers will maintain plenty of exclusivity. Renters will access their units from a private entrance off Murfreesboro Pike. No unauthorized people are allowed in. The, the company also offers tenants to use an app to manage and monitor their hangers remotely. That's fun. It's always it's, it's always <laughs> fun. fun. <laughs> it's always fun picking up at the private like hangers at BNA because you have to go through some of these security checks. I've done it multiple multiple times. Uh, but it, the best is you pull up in like a luxury uh, motor coach that has like all of these like pilot coach seats that are super nice, and then you have to get like <laughs> verified by BNA authority and all this stuff to come on site. Like it, it just sometimes it's a lot of fun to do that. All right. Uh, And lastly, this is not a new announcement, but an update. Uh, Second and Peabody uh, will throw an image up just to kind of remind you guys of of what second and Peabody is. Uh, This is the cumulus tower right there. Just you'll see uh, throw it up on Google Maps real quick. Yeah. So cumulus tower as well. There's the the cumulus tower and the second. You see those three buildings that are located just above cumulus, uh, the cumulus tower. That is second and Peabody right there. Um, so Stuart will bring his map up. There we go. And so this is currently what second and Peabody looks like. Google really needs to update their stuff right now. So, <laughs> this is second and Peabody right now. If there's a cumulus site, 
But City Lights, this apartment complex is fully built and people are living in it now. There's also a structure here. It's an entire like, structure. When when was this taken? That's pretty old. That yeah, is this, pretty this is, old. This is a pretty old rendering. Uh, but I remember back in the day, this was going to be a Jim and Nick's barbecue restaurant, but that never panned <laughs> out. Uh, but Second and Peabody do have some updates. They have closed the deal on the land, so they have officially purchased the land. And now I believe now they have to go through all the permitting process and whatnot with the city of Nashville. Yeah, so here's another rendering just an update of of what second and peabody uh will look like it will span just over two acres um and it just a just as an update of like hey uh while we're talking about this luxury world um these things have happened as an update to this project uh so one of these buildings is going to be an 18-story hotel that's that little building in the middle there i say little because the other towers 36 stories and 32 stories. Uh, they're both going to be residential towers in those areas. Also, if only we had that many trees in downtown Nashville. Well, well, well they're planning <laughs> on it. So they're going to have 50,000 square feet of open space to the community. So it's going to be like a mixed-use park with those buildings. Uh, I think those trees would look fantastic. I really, I'm really hoping for more cherry trees in downtown Nashville. Uh, Sobro is an area of Nashville that is lacking in the cherry tree department. So I'm really looking forward to seeing those in the future. Let us know uh, what is your favorite luxury thing that is coming to Nashville. Also, are there things from other cities that are kind of these luxury buildings and these luxury things that Nashville could benefit from? Let us know. Texas 615-392-1358. See you then. Thanks for listening to Nashville Daily. You can check us out over on Instagram at xplr.nash as well as our YouTube channel, xplr.nash. For Nashville merch, we have you covered as well. Find that at xplr.life. You can also text us at 615-392-1358. And for more exclusive content, head over to nashvilledailypodcast.com. Nashville Daily is produced right here in the great city of Nashville. So if you like what we're doing, please give this podcast a five-star rating and share it with your friends.